1: We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening, yeah. Hello everybody, welcome to We Say Things episode 154, Suns Fan here with Cinderin. Hello? Hello, it's me. Great to see it's you, your friend. Boy. I have a big announcement before we get to the Patreon shoutouts, Cinderin. Okay. There have been complaints for years, years. Are <laughs> <laughs> but when I say you got around to when I say complaints, I mean one or two people have complained consistently about the volume of our podcast. Oh, and I've never understood how it's possible to not think it's loud enough because when I listen to it and I have mm-hmm. my volume, let's say my Windows volume is at like seventy percent. When I listen to YouTube videos, it's probably at thirty percent volume anything past right. that is just going to be too loud. So our podcast was like blasting my ears already, but these people have complained over and over. So I have maxed out the volume completely on ops. It was at oh god, now it was at 80%, so it's a 20% increase. No, it's a 25% increase. Whatever the actual number is, it's an increase.
0: Now, it's a 20 percentage point increase. That's what I meant. But, Shannon, listen. Um,
1: how many people are going to complain that it's too loud now? Huh? We'll see in the comments. <laughs> I'm sure many people. <laughs> many a people will complain Wonderful. about anything. So congratulations to the two or three people. You finally got us to do it. Well done. and I regret everything. With that, let's say thanks to our beautiful InBruge tier, which you can go first this time, Cinderin. All right, first up, Obi-Wan
0: can blow me. The British Dota scene sucks more than this name. Oh, uh, you have like, do you have more than one player in Div 1? You have more than you used to. You have Symmetrical, you have Shad. Wait, Shad is Dutch, I think. I actually don't remember. Oh, <laughs> well, you probably ha- you have at least one. Okay, so it's pretty good. Britta, Dwight Schrute. If you're eco-conscious and want a good chair for cheaper, check remanufactured chairs from BTOD or Crandall. Not an ad. If you're listening, you've told people about these chairs for many weeks now, maybe we could tell them about another product. <laughs> like Manscaped. <laughs> I cover my ears during scary moments too. Oscar Seeker. Vovalicious. Big shiny Bulgarian balls is what you need to play ranked these days. Roundy three. No, but seriously, Dota can have way more active players than it currently does. And it's a shell that shame that Valve doesn't do it justice. Disco Farm D. What sound does my love making? Oh, not this one again, man. What, shame, what, what sound does my love making make when there's no one around to hear it? Stooge, simple stooge, stoggy. No, no, I said I'm not D. If you're still out there, trying your name. <laughs> Hakuna Matata lives in Chandler, Gilbert. Just saying. Commander Donut, Chakar's not an asshole anymore for now. Congratulations! Hmm. Amazing. Everyone can change for the better. Shannon is the perfect example. Milan, Miami, the Mega Pope, and the Totara Trees, totally a truly tasty treat for trolls, TI in New Zealand. Mm,
1: very nice. Also, thank you to Zan Xavier, Nate Thicko one ham scroats, bacon, shark TM, freshly seasoned goat balls, Janie Dop, nothing to see here, underscore man, guitar strings, recommends Life Goes On, a strategy game. Oh. This one I will butcher horribly. Esse Eve Remort can. <laughs> we get Seb on the podcast. Ben Broomhead needs to change his Patreon name. Pitch Black, yes. Wooden Aftertaste, Anonymous, and Peter, a male honeybee's ejaculation is so strong, it makes his dick explode, killing him, Kneebling. Uh, I actually heard the same thing, so I believe that was correct. I knew that
0: in a different wording. Thank you,
1: Peter. Okay, Imagine... It being, I mean, that must feel really good until it doesn't. You know, can only imagine.
0: Depends if you die literally on the spot.
1: Yes, that this is true. Uh, Okay, first topic, everybody's favorite NBA Cinderin. Yes, Uh, Suns are still out of the playoffs. Uh, Just want to keep you updated on that. Now the. I thought the playoffs were over. They they did end a few days ago. Golden State Warriors have won another championship. They beat the Boston Celtics in six games. And, yeah, I got nothing else to say. (laughs) Congratulations, Warrior fans. I'm extremely sad we didn't get to see the Golden State Warriors versus Phoenix Suns Western Conference matchup that everybody was expecting. Instead, they got Dallas, and they just absolutely rammed them. So... We'll see what happens. I mean, the Suns, there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, they, they beat them 4 2, right? Who? Dallas? In the finals. Finals, 4 2. six games. Yes. Yeah. Is that considered a stomp? 4 2 is probably the most average game score in a series. Yeah. It's probably between 4 1, 4 2. You said they rammed them, and I was like, 4 2 doesn't sound like. No, they rammed the Mavericks in the conference finals. Oh, okay, right. Those were not close. It was five games, but the four games they won were like 20, 30-point blowouts. Uh, I'm it. not going to talk about it now, but just a heads up, the draft is today, uh, NBA draft, and then free agency is in a week, and the Suns have a lot of drama, which a lot of it is revolved around our center, DeAndre Ayton, so I will be updating you guys because I know you're very interested in that. But the most interesting thing maybe is, is that Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner have now broken up after several years together, Cinderin, Oh. The Kardashian curse. We'll see what happens. Uh, She's dated a lot of men in the NBA, a lot, to the point where you could make almost an entire team out of the players that she's dated. And the team would actually be very good. (laughs) They're very good players. Uh, It's a special kind of family tree. Yeah. Apparently, there's some sort of a curse where every time she breaks up with somebody... They suck the rest of their career, and there's one exception. So hopefully Booker okay. uh, does not suck the rest of his career, because he's quite Who's young. Who's the exception? Uh, I think it was Jordan Magic Johnson. No, Magic Johnson has HIV, or he did. So that's probably not a no. good idea to have sex with people. Or so people that have That has me. not stopped other people, let me tell you. That's why it's still around. Yes. <laughs> Although they, they've kind of, they've pseudo-cured it. Not to get into this again, uh, again. Meaning we've definitely. Although if had this everyone with HIV stopped having sex with other
0: people, that still wouldn't be enough. They would also need to stop with monkeys, and that is the harder sell for a lot of people. I think
1: that is so. apparently how it began. This that could have been a nibbling fact. <laughs> maybe next week it can give us some insight onto <laughs> yeah, that. Maybe we can get a nibbling fact on the growing monkeypox as well. I wonder where that one oh, comes yeah. from. Uh, apparently it's not from monkeys actually they might be renaming oh. it uh, but anyway that's we can talk about that another okay. time once we get uh, our PhDs you have a topic Cinderin.
0: yeah I do not recommend pollen it's fucking garbage that is not a movie or a show it's a thing out in real life in nature you go outside and your nose and your throat starts fucking hurting or you're sniffing or you're sneezing or you're generally uncomfortable tired everything it's fucking stupid just get rid of pollen uh i think that would be a really good improvement to the world as you can tell right now i'm currently under the influence of pollen um by being inside it still gets to me uh very very annoying shannon Uh, i don't know if you have any problems with that i'm sure there's a lot of people listening that fucking hate pollen as well so i think we should start some sort of movement uh to eliminate all grass grass
1: from the world that was a british accent all of a sudden all grass there you go uh yeah that that's a great do not recommend i hack i don't think i have any issues with pollen that i know of uh i guess why is
0: the body stupid have we talked about allergies before like how how dumb they are maybe it's like it's so fascinating to me that people you just you get born you grow up and by some arbitrary chance your body just doesn't like something that's totally harmless Mm. and it just makes you suffer Oh, you think shellfish is dangerous. Well, I guess we'll just like, if you eat it, I'm going to try to kill myself, says the body. Thank you.
1: Mm.
0: It's not the smartest. Oh, these. I mean, I can see to an extent that the seed of plants would be repelled by the body because it's kind of. I don't know, maybe you just don't want plant jizz in your body the whole time, and it's like, let's get rid of that shit. Very but sexual you're
1: not, episode so you're far. Not,
0: you're not getting rid of that anyway. Like, it's there, you know? What about dust? People are allergic to dust. Good luck. You know? All
1: right, this is a you're, riveting you're conversation. Just... I want to talk about your shirt, though. And people can't see yeah. it, so I'm going to resize for a bit. It's still kind of cutting off part of it, damn I it. I can sit up straight. Thank yeah, why just... don't you sit up? There you go. Talk to me about this shirt. That... For the audio listeners, it looks like a dog. Are those are those treat, What is, What is that in the pocket? Uh, that is... Did you spill something, or is that part of the shirt?
0: It's part of the shirt. <laughs>
1: Don't worry, I just put it on. Um,
0: up for interpretation, whether it's paw prints, I think I would say it's like paw prints, or like little flakes of something. So this shirt was... A birthday gift that I got from Susie actually uh this
1: Christmas. Um Wow, it's taken you six months to wear it. Have I not worn this in the podcast before? I maybe ever, I, haven't. I haven't. I have worn missed. it
0: multiple times, mm. plenty of times, but maybe just not on podcast by chance. Mm. Um Yeah, it's it's a corgi.
1: Yes, it looks and like it's it.
0: actually a World of Warcraft pun. It's a molten corgi and it's official merch. Um, oh. Which I had never thought about before But I thought it was a cute gift Because she knows, she knows I love corgis I think they're adorable And she knows I love wow So she got me a shirt for that So it was very considered It was a good gift
1: It is I, I've never seen you wear shirts that are cute before And I like it You should wear more cute shirts in the future Do
0: you have any recommendations?
1: Uh, we might be coming out with some merch soon Oh, With you and me Uh, have not started the idea process even, so that might be a long ways away, guys. Sorry about that. How would we make cute merch with you and me? I actually have a cool idea, but I don't want to spoil it. Okay. I don't know if I've told you the idea. Probably not. It's a great idea. You guys can buy it in like three years when we finally do that. Okay. And then last topic before the one Dota thing we have to talk about today. Uh, There's also Dota. I guess that's true. We are going to Sweden. Uh, I will be leaving in, as of right now, my plane leaves in five hours, Sindarin. So, All right. It's going to be a nice all-nighter. I have put in a bid for f- business class, which was actually relatively cheap. But nice. with my luck, I probably will not be getting business class and just be in the pleb section. And my as lucky. you know, uh, flights or travel is, I don't I don't think I know of one thing that's worse in my life right now. It's, I hate it. To the point where I got a fucking prescription for Xanax, actually. So I'm going to try that out for the first time. We'll see. Do you hate
0: the traveling itself or do you hate being away from home? Both. It's the flight itself more than.
1: Yes, it's the, it's not even, it's, the flight is bad, but j- being in an airport, I want to die. Yeah. Just being no, there. pretty much suck. Even if it's in a lounge, like it makes it better because now I've been traveling so much I can actually get into lounges, but it's it's the worst. Anyway, I'm going to Sweden today. When are you going? I'm going on Sunday. Okay. You'll be there for only two weeks and I'll be there for the whole three weeks. Yep. So you're going to miss the end, apparently. Uh, yep. That sounds right. Good job. So that's going to be uh, for the DPC season three. If um, you're
0: going to be fucking casting with Jenkins then. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, boy.
1: Oh, boy. See,
0: that's the good thing. If I'm there, we're working together. And then when I'm not there and you're working with Jenkins, I don't have to watch. So <laughs> it's actually
1: perfect. That's good. That's. Good. I'll, I'll let Jenkins, you know, he's, of course, the third member of this podcast, the silent partner, mm. if you will, as he likes to put it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back in the DPC. Um, I've been thinking, this isn't really a topic, but. I was talking about this before the stream. I'm thinking about taking a vacation, which... Where do you want to go? That's... I feel very, very burnt out of everything that I'm doing. Since I started doing Dota stuff, which was 11... Is it 12 years? Let's say 11 years ago. I have Mm. not taken a vacation. So I don't even know what I would fucking do. You know? Like, I, I work seven days a week in some capacity... That, and it, i think it's finally starting to catch up to me i'm getting too old to be able to do that so i should probably take weekends off what do you do on the weekends and not work like how do you do that serious question i actually don't know how are you wait what are you are you asking me i'm are actually you asking, asking you like
0: what what the <laughs> fuck do you do on the what weekend what do people do on weekends when they have a weekend off yeah
1: well it makes sense or how
0: do they convince themselves they don't have to work
1: no Let me put it this way: so most people have a regular nine to five job and they get the weekends off. It's like quite simple. I used to do that all the time, and yeah, you get two days Mm. off, you get refreshed. For me, there's always something to do. There's always something like like this year, especially, has been really fucking hard because of the mod. Just constantly Mm. doing that shit. Like, if if I'm away and there's like a big update and I don't can't cover it, I guess I'm not really doing that that much these days. But like, I don't know what to do, you know? So, what are people with remote jobs that? They work from home. Like what do you what do mm-hmm. you do for vacation? Have you done anything recently? Have you been on vacation the last few years? Uh
0: well Susie and I went away for just a one one day this Sunday actually. We just went to a, a hotel with um what do you call that? Like a water park and that accommodated for our dog. Mm. So That was nice. It was just a little escape. I think something like that can be good. I think for someone in your position, if you're struggling with the idea of taking time off, maybe it's best to start, like you said, start small. Start with a weekend or something. And then just do something little that you want to do. It doesn't have to be. Like, because the thing is, if you're going on a holiday, you might feel like that's quote-unquote work as well, right? If you need to plan everything, if it needs to be, like, really elaborate, you need to go and do a lot of things, you need to plan travel, accommodation, all this shit... Uh, but if it's like a small weekend escape where you're just like, let's go here. You get a hotel and that's it. Yeah. And you don't need to plan the whole thing. Say the, uh, You don't need to map out all the sorts. The
1: issue of stuff. is like the things that I find fun. But you don't like traveling. Yeah, that's that's the other part is if I was actually going on a legit vacation, that involves travel, <laughs> right? Which sucks. Yeah. But the problem that I've had that I've struggled with that I didn't realize I struggled with is the stuff that I like to do for fun is what I'm doing mm-hmm. for work as well. Right. So I don't know how to not do that um, i just stare at a fucking wall in another location that's my vacation you know
0: no so what you can do is you can play a lot of dota and then you're not gonna like that anymore so then it will feel like a vacation <laughs> when you don't play yeah trust
1: i've been there i've had my phases in dota no doubt
0: um i don't know i feel like this is kind of a hard question to answer because it's like
1: Nah, it's just something I've been thinking I about. Think
0: I'm also I'm also very much an anomaly in this regard, right? Because I also don't have a nine to five job with w- regular weekends. Like, um, sometimes I will take a day off here or there to just do nothing. I'll just play games all day, and you know, maybe take care of some chores at home or or whatnot. And that's it. Feels pretty relaxing to have a day where you feel like you don't have to do anything, uh, even if you like, even if you don't do anything spectacular, like it's i don't feel like oh this was wasted that i didn't work this day because i didn't do something really cool with my day off i didn't you know like go and see my friends or go to a concert or some event or go to a restaurant like whatever it is just having a day that you're chilling at home can actually feel really relaxing and rewarding uh as long as you have something you want to do in the time right and i i just love playing games so i will i can fill any day no problem with stuff that i like to do um so as long as you have that, but the problem is if the things you like to do are work right now, then that's a bit unrelatable for me because uh, I feel like I always have a leisure activity that I want to do. Mm. So,
1: Yeah, I'll keep you updated on this. Uh, this is a new yeah. roadblock for me. But so I we'll will see.
0: say, Shannon, I will say from the bottom of my heart, taking breaks and taking a holiday is very, very much worth it. And I think it's a very good idea, whatever you choose to do.
1: Yeah, maybe I should. I rates. think you're right. I should start small. Maybe just do like a weekend somewhere. I mean, that's another thing. Is like if I'm away for a long time, not only is that travel, which I hate, but then I'm just stressed about the fucking cats. You know, it's, right. it's always something. So,
0: it's, do you not have someone who can look after them?
1: Not <clears> really. <throat> eh, no, not really. I mean, kind of, but. Yeah, I never we even went on a honeymoon. I'm just reading the chat right now. That's <laughs> oh. jack shit. Uh, all right, anyway. I just thought that was uh, maybe not interesting. But I just wanted to talk about it.
0: But. Go to a honeymoon uh, in the litter box.
1: The litter? That sounds like a beach. <clears throat> just a really disgusting yeah. fucking beach this... filled with feces. <laughs> Boy. That's a very good uh, <laughs> metaphor
0: for uh, general developments in, uh, you know nature anyway so yeah so, to sum
1: it up i'll be in sweden for work so uh, we'll, we'll see yeah. how it goes obviously once i'm there it's fun you know i don't have a problem but
0: and we have days off while you're there so you can technically do something relaxing if you want.
1: yeah what i do on the days off is uh, our custom game yeah I, well you could do that not one of the days uh that's gonna be hard to do it's launch soon cinder okay. and launch soon okay okay do your work all right Next topic and the only Dota thing that happened this week, apparently, a new chest came out called the chest of the chest of endless days. And I know that some people don't like us doing this, but we will. I don't care. Fuck you. you, think. you. <laughs> we will be rating the sets. And I will You got your higher volume. Now we get to do will... sets. <laughs> That's okay. right. It's the same people complaining. Uh <laughs> sure. we'll rate the sets and we will describe the sets for audio people so that they don't feel so left out. Now, the one thing I do wanna talk about before we go over them, and I will be showing them on the screen, of course, is the fact that they have changed this again to be keys. So I was gonna make a video for Dota Cinema where I opened these chests and I bought a bunch of them thinking they were chests and it turned out to be keys. So you buy the keys and you just get random drops in game for playing, which could be chests, And then you can open them or you can buy them from the marketplace. So because of that, I felt scammed. So I got a complete refund. It was actually pretty fast uh, for those keys because they're useless. What do you think about keys? Because the only benefit I can see for Valve, that is, well, obviously maybe they make more money. I don't know. But the other Mm -hmm. thing is it's a way to force people to use the marketplace. Now, for the consumer, I'm really struggling because they've used this, you know, they've used the key system before. I'm struggling mm. to see what the benefit is because I know some people like this. So maybe you can illuminate like why that is, because I think it's objectively worse. Just feels right. bad. So,
0: so let's entertain the idea that you either buy a key or you buy a chest and they cost the same. What's the difference? The difference is you don't have to play to get the set. Yeah, yeah, but let's, let's imagine... Okay, let's imagine the chests are just available, right? Okay. So if there's an abundance of chests and they're free, and you buy keys, or you buy a chest and it's open for you, the only difference is, like, visual, right? The feeling that you... Which sometimes you shouldn't underestimate, like, people, you know... There's something about feeling like you're unlocking something. If you're buying a treasure, then you're just getting an item, right? But if you're unlocking a chest... I know this might sound stupid... And I don't really feel this way, but I think there's, like, some sort of psychological thing about this, about unlocking something that is really rewarding to people. Like, it feels like you're, you know, you're getting a secret or whatever, Uh, even though deep down you know there's no real difference, right? Um, But that aside, so that's obviously not the case that you're just unlocking a chest that there's an abundance of. You also need to either farm them or buy them from the market, and I think... The reason people like this is that the people that grind the game a lot and play a lot feel like they are getting something over others that invest less time into the game, right? It's like, okay, because I play more ranked, I have more chances of getting chests. And then you can either choose to open them or you can sell them. So it's like, it's that grinding mentality that, oh, I can earn money by playing this game. Um, I think in, in some countries with lower wages, mm-hmm. I actually think this is, can be quite meaningful, to be honest. These treasures right now are selling for like $2 a pop. So Yeah, but you need to buy the key too, so it's more expensive. Yeah, but if you're a person who's trying to make money with Dota, Oh, I see. then you can sell all the chests you get and then eventually later if you do want the stuff, you know it's going to drop in price, right? Um I also think the sets are fully marketable if I'm not mistaken. So I think you can sell them on the marketplace all of them. So obviously prices are also going to drop from that, which I also think is completely fine. It means so that somebody people that really want the stuff early and want to shell out
1: get it, and the ones who want them later can get them a lot cheaper. Somebody in chat brought up a good point, which I forgot to mention, which is the fact that it's keys kind of hides the fact that like the loot box regulations, I don't know if that actually gets around them for some countries, because I know that even now, Dota can't do the normal chess stuff in certain countries still. Not that mm-hmm. many, I don't think, because they disclose like what you're getting ahead of time. But What's this, the difference? I, I don't know, but Legally. it might it might be like some loophole. But okay, either way, Maybe. I think for the consumer, isn't this just worse? Um, you're buying. <clears throat> well, if like you I, just said, buy, I think it depends what kind of consumer you are. Okay, for you, would you
0: like this more or less? Um, I don't know. Actually, I haven't really thought about it that much. I haven't really decided. I. To me, I don't mind the fact that essentially what happens, right, should be that the average item in this chest is more expensive than the average item in another chest with the same price for a key, well, which would just be the treasure, but then no price for the treasure. So essentially what it does is it raises the bottom price of the chest, um, but depending on what your intentions with the chest is, if it is selling stuff or if it is collecting it or if it is using it... uh, there's obviously different incentives, right? I, I don't know how much this impacts the price of, like, say, the ultra-rare, for example, the very rare, which usually in, for example, battle pass chests, which are not tradable, once they do become tradable, are not worth very much because everybody got so many damn treasures in the past, right? Um, I don't know. Um, Garbage. There's, I hate it. There's, there's something about being able to, how to say, I feel like there's a good part of to an element of you need to play the game to get these treasures or you need to pay extra. I don't mind that part, actually. Because I feel like... I can understand your point of view where it's just like, okay, it's cosmetics. Everybody should just be able to buy them at the bottom price. But at the same time, I think it's it's a nice change once in a while that it feels like you playing the game is actually rewarding you, right?
1: It's funny in that I feel like treasures. people like you, not to generalize, have been conditioned to think this way. It's possible. Like a good example Uh, I'm not saying a good example is the arcanas that have these ridiculous things to unlock when you're already paying a bunch of Mm -hmm. money obviously I don't like that you do because you're grinding something where I feel like it's almost it's kind of scummy to do that That, that's my inherent feeling about it because if I'm buying something I just want it like so it for me, you want uh, for, you I want think, to buy it, and they've conditioned you to want to play to get the rest of it, to be able to actually use what you purchased. It's weird. Now, so here's the
0: thing. I actually think there's more people than you would expect that would agree with that perspective. And I don't think it's because they're conditioned necessarily. I think for some people, part of the reward of the Arcana is unlocking the grind and being able to show something off that is hard to get, mm. which makes it rare, right? That makes it feel more rewarding than, oh, you bought this Arcana and everybody just has the same one. It's like, this is a way of you right putting it, in it, effort to have something rare.
1: It's not exactly the same. Like, I understand that aspect more than I do for the chest and key thing. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I, I, I I think that is more obvious, too. Like, with the chest, I, I'm not sure, really. Um, I was just trying to think of the arguments that I would have. Uh, a small detail, by the way, about this chest. This chest, the key costs the same... As the ones for CS:GO crates, and I don't know if there's like a reason for this <clears throat> price point, but I believe they cost the exact same. Weren't
1: they always this price for chests?
0: I don't know. I just noticed. I was playing CS:GO yesterday, and I was looking at my boxes that I had. I was playing CS:GO for the first time in forever with a couple of friends, and thanks for inviting me. I I believe the keys were exactly two third. Well, first of all, we were full, and secondly, you would have lagged horribly, and you would have complained all the time because you even complain on low ping. So
1: who says who says I complain on low ping I've experienced it yeah you're probably right okay so speaking of this chest uh, you have the stream open because we can go through each set how did we do our rating system before Uh, let's just I don't remember. To not make it
0: too overly complicated, let's not compare it to all sorts of other stuff. Just, do you think it looks nice on the hero, and how good do you think it is? Well, Yeah, is? Ten is amazing, and one is absolute trash.
1: Okay, here we go. We have a Luna set. She will take turns describing Cinderin. Luna set with right. a... looks like a mechanical mount with the... She's holding a Pokeball. Yeah, it kind of looks like it. She the, the mount has a maroon mane. It's Skin is kind of metallic, like silvery bluish. Its teeth are neon pink and actually has a third eye on its forehead that does it is animated, surprisingly. Yeah, but it doesn't look like the other eyes, right? It looks like a target, <clears throat> like a bullseye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's how Luna stays alive.
1: <laughs> I, I'm gonna say to her pet. So this one's hard because it's I'm gonna say four. Slightly yeah, under has, average for me. She has pink horns herself. I
0: don't know if you mentioned that, which is very uncharacteristic for Luna. That's the best she part of the <laughs> She looks a little bit demonic, almost. Yeah. Uh, I think the hair is pretty cool, actually. But I'm assuming it's tied to the horns, which I think don't fit the character.
1: So, meh. Three out of ten. Okay. Next is a TA set, which I didn't take multiple pictures, but there's like a... Her belt is... It's basically just a, a rope that ties around her in like a bow. Uh, sorry, this was your turn, but the that's fine. she has a shoulder I piece that's kind you're, of like you're horns, doing a better job at very them. thorny. Doing. Uh, the knee caps are thorny. Yeah, as you said, that my vocabulary went out the window. I, I don't know how to describe this set. I think this is a three out of ten, underwhelming for TA. TA doesn't really have great sets, though. So maybe by comparison it would be higher, but I'm not feeling it.
0: So what do you think these weapons are? What is this called? Is this called a cestus? Uh,
1: Is that not the
0: same? Wait. It's like a fan. It's a fan. Hmm. Like, obviously this isn't a real, like, there's no real version of this. But how would you describe this? It's like, it's a fan shape.
1: And then it has five daggers on it. It reminds me of Raphael's weapon, which I don't remember the name of. Anybody in chat? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I don't know. I'm not sure what it's called. But yeah. Uh
0: for this TA set again, it's horns. It's horns on the leg. It's everything in this set just chest just horns. Horns on her shoulders, horns on her kneecaps. I don't feel like this fits the hero. Uh I think the best part is the weapons, probably, but I also don't know how much they fit, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, I don't know man yeah I think the weapon
1: Uh, Chad is saying is the the weapon I'm thinking of is called a Psy but I I don't know if that's what this is but it reminds me of it
0: I I don't know I'm hard hard pressed here man I think I'm going to give it a two this is just really not my
1: cup of tea yeah not a fan either for TA I don't think it fits so next set is Weaver Uh, so some of these sets you might recognize from the collector's cash uh, vote some of them obviously that did not get in like this one this is this is a Hornet A Weaver Hornet. Uh, This is like a 9.5 out of 10 for me. This is fucking like God tier.
0: This is a really, really good set. It's way better. It's better than the previous two combined for sure. So that means it's over a five, which is great. (laughs) Um, uh, I don't see any effects on this. I think so. The Luna one had like a slight glow around the orb. Or is that just like... No, it's actually not glowing. It's kind of just looks like it. But it looks like it. It's just painted on. Yeah, this There's one no does animation. not have
1: any extra stuff.
0: Uh, I, th- I don't know if they have uh, extra animations or ambient effects or anything. I don't think they do. Um, but yeah, I, I also like this a lot. I think it's one of the... You know, it's one that changes the hero quite a bit. But I think it's thematic for a Weaver to look like this. And... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really like the color scheme. I like gold and purple. I just think it's very pretty colors uh, also together. So, uh, yeah, for me, it's like an 8, 8.5. Okay. Right and remember,
1: with that new update. The eyes, by the way, are, uh, what's that called? Um, honeycomb Like honeycomb, yeah. Uh, remember with so, the new yeah, update it's... where you can mix and match Immortals now, but just the effects, this could be a good candidate because I personally don't like very the true. Weaver. The, like, I like the effects, but I don't like the model that it applies. So That's this one point. could look good. Next one, nature's prophet. Uh, so let's see. It looks like a white trash. Uh, looks like a white trash gardener. His beard is made out of leaves. Like all his hair is like green leaves. His staff is <laughs> a tomato sprout.
0: <laughs> this is such a good idea, Shannon. We should have audio listeners. <laughs> who don't know what the chest looks like, they should try to draw what they think the hero looks like
1: based on your uh, description. That's good. <laughs>
0: he's a white trash gardener. <laughs> I want to see the if drawings. If anybody there, wants to so make good. these
1: drawings for us, by all means. Uh, like I said, a white trash gardener. And he's got s- <laughs> like gardening scissors in his front pocket. His staff is a. It's a sprouted tomato thingy and if i look forward you can see the tomatoes up close are the tree ants which are possibly the most terrifying thing i've ever seen
0: oh my god they look like something out of a scary movie
1: (laughs) so i think that this is a nine out of ten as as scary as the tomatoes are the tree ants this is actually really freaking good it looks quite detailed i feel like the polygon limit I'm surprised it did not go over because it it feels like mm. the textures are really good what do you what do you think about the color scheme of this
0: it's got purple green yeah, that's true brown
1: it does red gold well yeah, that's pretty as long it. as you have green that's close enough to nature's profit I, I don't
0: know I, I feel like this is a little bit too over the place I think some elements are a really good idea I really like the staff uh with the tomatoes on i don't like the trance though so it's not just because i like tomatoes um <laughs> i think the trans are i don't know I, I think they could have used a little something to
1: look less scary and look more like <laughs> trans. uh look so they're supposed to look cute too you can tell they tried to make it look cute and they're just terrifying And I think on Prophet himself, I don't think purple should have been the color scheme of
0: the pieces that are, which is the shoulders and the hat. I think they should have been a different color. They should have been red or gold, so it matched with the staff better. I think that would have just looked more uniform. Uh, So yeah, I'll give minus one point for the trance, and then the set itself is like an eight. So let's say seven for
1: this. Okay. I love the beard. All right, next set is, a, yeah, Viper, is cool. a Viper set. that best way I can describe this is it looks like Dragon Knight's ult.
0: It's basically Viper has its face, and then instead of its usual face, there's like a... It's a skull. A skull on it, which also has a skull on top. So <laughs> Viper effectively has four eyes and two rows of teeth yeah. and a lot of horns, of which some of them move like they're meat, but it's... Wait... How does that make sense? Why do these two tendrils move and nothing else? Are they,
1: are they not bone
0: like the rest?
1: I I'm not sure what they were going for here. It's just like a decayed, whatever creature viper is. It literally looks like dragonite Idol to me. Oh, which, viper's tail is also a skull. A lot of skulls. With. So, so they say no, no gore and no skulls in all their sets, and then they put this in. Does that mean human I what skulls this looks
0: like only? In client. I think this looks different in the Chinese client. That's my guess.
1: My guess is that this doesn't look different, because there's no way they're going like, to create two different things for two different regions. Haven't I think they done that before? They have, but that was for old stuff. I don't think they've done that for new okay. stuff in quite a while. I think that if it's an animal skull, it doesn't matter. I think if it's human, it does. That's okay. my guess. That could be the case. I think this is a one out of ten. I think Viper sets in general are just garbage for most for the most part. I hate this set.
0: Yeah, this isn't great, but it's probably still better than the TA. <laughs> uh, three and a half. Okay. Fair enough. Now, is it
1: really better than the Luna? It probably isn't. Two and a half. Two and a half. It's in between those two. All right. Not next great. set is Drow. See, when it comes to a set like this, I don't even know how to describe it. You do your best here. Okay, so Drow has a very majestic, long.
0: What would you call this color?
1: Penis. Oh, sorry.
0: No, that is not a color. Um, no. try harder. It's like a, it's like a faint purple. What do you call that? It's like very. It's like you take purple and then you mix in a lot of gray or white. Okay, so light purple. <laughs> yeah, let's call it that. It's, it's not really what it is, but she has a light purple, very long ponytail, which looks kind of dope, actually. Uh, which splits in the bottom. And then she has a bow that is golden and turquoise. Um, or teal, I guess I should say. And the teal is like a gradient. It goes from teal to dark blue toward the bow. And then she's wearing golden shoes. A She has a cloak that ha- that is purple and red. And has two golden daggers on it. Uh... And then her collar is very big to one side. It's like a trapezoid that expands in one direction. Trapezoid? Um, yeah. This set is actually pretty damn nice. I actually think this looks very good. Um, yeah, also, her her head, her helm is like a crown with a, a sapphire adornment or something. Um, I think it's nice. Honestly, my least favorite part about this is the effect where there's like glow coming out of the bow in there's like two curved lines of light coming out with particles flickering uh i think it looks it looks too perfect do you know what i mean when i say that yeah. like this doesn't it, it should be more like it should just be more imperfect and more natural in a way i
1: think so I, uh, But I, I still think this is a good set. I'm going to say this is a 5 out of 10. Just completely average. Oh, you're kind of the, that low. the collar is very vampire-like, which is random. That's true. She looks like a vampire in this. And then her weapon, this isn't a negative. I'm just saying what I see. Does this not look like a Dota rank to you? It's like, it got this shape like a V, and there's four oh. stars. <laughs> it's the Archon bow. <laughs> it could be an Archon logo. I don't know what Archon uh, looks like, actually. It yeah, legit Never looks like uh, some sort of a rank that drows in all by yourself. Yeah. You'll
0: you'll know in
1: a couple months if this is Archon or not. <laughs> Alright, we're um, almost there.
0: What did I give Furion? I gave him 7.5, right? And I gave the Weaver 8.5? I guess this is an 8 then. I think it's in between those two. I, I like this set. I think it's nice. Okay. Um, yeah, if the effect on the bow was better, I would give it more.
1: Okay, next so, set. One of the best ones. Is Wraith King. He has two very Doom-like horns on his head. Fucking horns again. Man. His axe, or his weapon, I should say, is like a scythe. Like a really th- Think of a necro scythe, but super thick. Like it went to America and just had a bunch of burgers. Mm. Mm. Um, a double, double scythe. His armor is kind of see-through. You can see like his rib cage. And the cool part about this set, which isn't really showing in the picture, but you can see this little red gem in the center of his body. It actually pulsates like a heart, which I think is cool. Uh, And I'm not sure if his eye has an effect, but I can see one of his eyes looks like Kano from Mortal Kombat. I was going to say it looks like Terminator. Yep, that's probably a better reference. Uh, I think this one has kind of a darker color, like some dark blue, and obviously the green shades from... Wraith King himself, and then a little bit of red. I'll give it a 6 out of 10. It's 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 okay. I think it has mm. some cool, like the gem is a cool element. Uh, the weapon, I know you're going to hate the weapon, but the fact that it's totally different than every other Wraith King weapon, I think is cool. Who knows if it comes with a different animation, doesn't look like it. So I'm not sure how that looks in game when you're using it.
0: Yeah, the, the thing about weapons like this is that I feel like it's very hit or miss how it looks in game. Like, some of the new ideas people have had just it doesn't fit the sound or it doesn't fit the attack animation. It looks like you're hitting weird. Uh, but let's just benefit of the doubt. Let's say it looks good and the sound fits. Mm-hmm. Then this set is a four for me. I'm really not. I, okay. I, I don't think it's particularly interesting. I think there's other Wraith King sets that are better. The best part of it is the one you didn't mention is the cloak. Uh, well, I can't I think see that's the cloak the in that, this picture. Right. But if you when you turn him around, it's basically it's kind of like if you think about Legion Commander's war banners, it's kind of like that going downwards and then it has like these silver spikes toward the bottom. It's it's a nice cloak. <clears throat> I think that's perhaps it's easily the best part of the set for me compared to other Wraith King stuff aside from, you know, the pulsating heart, but I don't really know how I don't think that shows in game either. I don't, I don't really think it's very important. But it's like a nice little detail. Let's try to prop it up. But yeah, still, it's a four. I don't think it's that great.
1: All right, next is a Pango masquerade set. Uh, He's wearing a masquerade mask. Uh, His hat is, I don't know what kind of hat that is. He still has a gun with a sword underneath it. So the sword is kind of attached to the gun. Kunkka has that too. What's that kind of weapon called? It's like a musket. Is that what it is? Looks like a musket to me. Yeah, it is similar to Kunkka, I guess. Uh, so he's wearing—I don't know what other word other than like a masquerade. I, I guess it is kind of a bayonet. Don't say a bayonet. Bayonets are—you, I, mean, I guess it is a bayonet. But bayonets are typically like these s- small knives attached to really long guns. This is a yeah, short gun with a very long knife attached to it. So yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the set has a lot of purple in it. He's wearing like this... That's uh, not a shawl. I don't know what you call that around the neck. Uh, but very fluffy. If you've ever seen Seinfeld with the puffy shirt, it's kind of like that, except it's got more color. Uh, this, I would say, is a probably another 5 out of 10. I think Pango has not as bad as Viper, but some of the worst sets in the game. I think his sets generally are very underwhelming. Um... It's kind of got the
0: nature's profit problem for me, where again the colors I think the hat and the feather in the hat being green just doesn't fit with the rest, which I actually think is very nice. I think the purple like the rest of the rest of this says like red hues and white right it's like purple shawl or whatever you want to call it purple tail, and then he's got a red shirt under and a shade of like purple or bluish pants and purple lines on the. On the undershirt and stuff, it, it actually looks very uniform and nice. But then the mask and the feather—I know it's like meant to be a highlight, but I think if you want to do a highlight there, you should do a different color that isn't too. It's almost a what's that called in English? The on the color wheel, if they're on the di- direct opposite side, what kind of what's that called? It's called the call opposite color. color. Is it actually no? There's no way. It's I have like no that. idea. There, there. There. I
1: have no fucking clue.
0: I do like the two aces that he has in his hand. I think that's a nice little detail. Uh, and like the idea of the set overall of having him be this like fox oh, tail masquerade. I think it's cool. Uh, oh. So uh yeah, based on what I gave other stuff, I think this is worse than the drow, but probably equally good as the nature's profit. What did I give him? Seven and a half, was it? Sure. Something like that. Sure. Let's we're, that. we're definitely
1: keeping track. Next. Oh, complementary color is what it's called. Complimentary color. Next is a Winter Wyvern set, and this one's probably the hardest for me to describe, so I'll let you do it. Uh, it looks like... It's hard to tell from the screenshot. So,
0: so it has two curved horns coming out of its head, which makes it look like Diablo from Diablo 1, mm-hmm. uh, but it's blue, and all of the, the whole body, the backside of the body, so the upper wings and the uh, spine... Everything is like this indigo, I think I would call this color. Uh, And then the wings have uh, speckles of dust that makes it look kind of like a starry night, I guess I would explain it like. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Wyvern doesn't really lend itself to very much creativity most of the time. I think that's what they're trying with these horns. For me, it's a total miss. uh, But I really like the wings. I think the wings are beautiful so i'm a little bit torn i don't know what to give i guess i give it
1: a five because of that yeah I'll, I'll give it a five i'm not i don't know what this one i could change my mind a lot once i see it in a game but just from like this screenshot and what i saw earlier in game it's it's really tough to tell next is lichen so this one is a mess uh So let's see. He's got like a wolf hide on his head. That's what his entire head is just covered with, like a wolf mask, essentially. It's a black color with some white and red highlights. Kind of has a feathery touch on the white side when it's like on the outline of his head and his chin area. The rest of his body has a shit ton of arrows hitting him. He has a random skull on his shoulder. And it also comes with, obviously, the shapeshift form. <clears throat> which he turns into looks kind of like a samurai warrior. Uh it's like a giant wolf with a red very bright red mane and like these feels like a Japanese armor attached to his That's legs. Gold golden black. Yeah, golden black and more arrows in his back. And then the wolf itself very similar to that but a much more basic version. Uh also has arrows. I don't know if the screenshot actually shows the arrows but Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like you're gonna like this one. This one just feels like an absolute mess to me. Uh, I'll give this a six out of ten. I Mm. don't understand the arrows. Like, you turn into your ult and you have more arrows suddenly. It's like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I I like it more without the arrows. Yeah.
1: So
0: I think. The design and the idea behind this, and the coloring, out of all the common sets in this chest, this is the best. Like in terms of uniformity, uh, I really like the way things look together. But like you said, the arrows are kind of weird, and I don't think he should have two samurai swords. Like, why wouldn't he use those then? Wait, where are the? Are they on his back or something? He he has two of them in his on his. They're just. They're right on his uh, they're on his left side. They're super visible, extending oh. all the way back. Behind. Oh, I see. I don't know. Yeah, you must have a screenshot in a weird angle because they're like very big. I think I can see the they're hilt and scrubbing. then the very
1: edge coming on the left side right. of him. Okay,
0: yeah, they're a really big part of the set, and I just think they don't fit thematically at all, which is a shame because I really like the rest. Oh well, they fit thematically with the set, but they don't fit with what Lycan would have. He shouldn't have two swords. So. Remove the swords, remove the arrows. And I think for me, this is like, as far as like sets go, this is like an 8.5 or a 9. But with these elements, probably 7 or 7.5. It kind of, it's a shame because I actually really think a lot of this is very, very good.
1: But Well, yeah, so yeah. when I give a rating 6 out of 10, like the reason it's 6 out of 10, even though I don't like it, is because it is high quality. So yeah. everybody's criteria is going to be slightly different. All right. Next, and this is the final one that you'll get guaranteed if you're able to somehow get all these chests. Is this is one that was also in the collector's cash vote, which I do remember. It's Witch Doctor. He's wearing. Is that like, guaranteed? It's a rare. <clears throat> no, this. Wait. Are it's you, a rare. Are you 100 percent sure? In, it's a rare.
0: I'm in the game. It's rare.
1: Okay. The Witch Doctor is rare. Okay, so you're not guaranteed to get this. Uh, this is the one where he has that. I don't know what this mask would be called. Uh, but it's like a white mask covering most of his face. Uh, he has like a a drum on his hip. But the most unique thing about him, which actually in this screenshot, I can't see the, <clears throat> like the full staff, but his arm is like this ghostly, eerie, turquoise-type translucent yeah. color, which I know a lot of people don't like. I think this is what makes the set interesting to me, Uh, And obviously it comes with the ult, which is fucking amazing. It's like this little... (laughs) Is it called a Tiki Warrior? I forget what they're called. Uh, But this little guy on a drum. And it's very cuddly. Uh, I I would give this... See, The ult is the best part. I'd give this an 8, maybe? 8 out of 10? Um...
0: I I I can't I don't know what to say about that arm. Like, I can't decide whether I like it or not. Because I think, thematically for the hero, it kind of fits, right? He's a witch doctor, so he could easily have some sort of weird magic curse going on or whatever. But the color is just so far off from the rest of the set. Which is kind of the point at the same time. Um, the monkey mask? I don't know. Dude, this is a weird one, actually. I find this really hard to rate. The Tiki Warrior is cute, and it's a meme because it has a butt which I guess you can't show. I don't think that shows in-game, though. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but... <laughs> I don't know, what do I give this? Honestly, no clue. I'll just give it a 7, I think. Okay. It's a little bit of a mix for me. All
1: right, the next rare is a Hoodwink set. Uh, is she holding like a Gatling gun, almost? What is this thing? You, you're going to so have to describe holding... this one.
0: Yeah, so she's holding her usual crossbow, but now it has, it has like three crystals. There's one on each side of the bow, and then there's one above what looks to be a four.
1: What do you call that? Um, That's why I'm saying Gatling Gun, because there's like four barrels coming out of barrels. the... Barrels, that was the word I was looking
0: for. So there's four barrels in the center. So it kind of implies that she would be able to shoot bullets, but... I guess these are the acorn barrels then, but it just really much looks like a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, though, I guess like the the overall coloring of the barrels does make them look wooden, so it's not that far off, but they're still... Would you agree that they're still a little bit more metallic than wood? Yes. In look? Like, yes. I think they should have really doubled down here on making it look wooden, like the rest of the bow. I think that would have been... Because the bow looks really nice, I think the mechanical wind up on the arm and the, the especially the back part of the bow looks really nice. Uh, the wooden details on that, and then she has, she has like what's supposed to be like a bird head with two glowing eyes, but those are over her own eyes. So she looks with her own eyes. She doesn't look through this, but it's like a. It's kind of like war paint, you know? Like, it's on top, so it it doesn't have an actual effect, but it looks intimidating. Uh, And then it has uh, some pretty major plumes on top that are golden and brown. Mm -hmm. Uh, And her tail is very puffed up with... Yeah, this looks like an acorn, actually. There's some elements to this set that are really nice. She also has an egg in a uh, little pouch next to her. I I guess that's meant to be an acorn. It's just a really fucking big acorn, and there's no way it would fit in her gun. So that's a bit weird. <laughs> um, worried about the physics? <laughs> uh, I honestly think if you did something else with the helm, this could almost be a 10 for me. Uh, But yeah, the the helm for me just feels a little bit off. Maybe it looks really good in-game, though. But I'll give this a... I'll give it an 8.5, I think.
1: Yep, I was going to give it an 8. It's, it's uh, good. Just an 8. I think it's, it's a very yeah. high quality set, though. Very, very high quality. Yeah. All right. And last but not least is the Ultra Rare. So, this is for the Kid Invoker set. So this is the second Kid Invoker set that has come out. I would say that this is, first of all, I'm going to... If you don't have Kid Invoker and you unlock this, you get Kid Invoker, by the way. Oh, okay. It's I did a, not know that. It's a part okay, of the So, draw. this gives yeah. Kid Invoker is wearing a King's... Or is that a Jester? I guess this is a Jester outfit, right? Uh, like, he's wearing a it, crown. It's meant
0: to be a king's crown, I think, because it's called Heir of
1: Menace, okay. right? So he's meant to be like... He, if, okay, so it's a king's crown. He has a mustache, like one of those... It, it's not handlebar. What do you call these, like, swirly mustaches? Yeah, I don't know what that's called, but yeah. Uh, He's also wearing a kind of a royal red outfit with a big cross in the middle, so it's like a golden red outfit overall with i don't know what that thing around the neck is called but that's an old school like again kind of those puffy uh the puffy look this is like uh this is like a 9.5 out of 10 for me this is so fucking cool and the fact that it gives a mustache to a kid invoker is hilarious i love that it's a A lot of memes going on right
0: now that this is looks like topson and that's been the inspiration for it (laughs) I can definitely see that. I don't know if that's the case. It would be funny if the artist would let us know if that was an inspiration or not, because obviously he's a pretty iconic mid-invoker player. Um, and I think he would be honored if there was a set put in the game that was made in his like image. Um, I don't think he'd
1: be honored if he's not getting a percentage out of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he needs it. True. Um, it would have glasses, I feel like, if that was the case.
0: Yeah, but maybe that would be a little bit too on the nose, right? True. Um,
1: now, tell me, are these orbs I, I different? Know. I never noticed that these orbs are different. I
0: think these are the regular kid invoker orbs. Okay. Um, I can't tell a difference at least. Uh I don't know, man. Like this to me, that this the armor is very good. This is like. With the criteria that I judged the other sets by, I think the armor is very, very nice. I like all the colors. I like the simplicity of it. And I don't mind... I think the cloak being blue, together with the blueness of the wand, actually looks nice. It looks like very clean. And the little blue detail in the center of the cross... It's kind of like when you're wearing a suit, right? And the pocket square is meant to have the same color as a detail or can. It doesn't have to. But it can look really nice. if It has the same color as another detail you're wearing, like a watch or your hair, or something like that, right? And that's kind of what it feels like with this, where the cloak, the wand, and the center of the cross just look nice because they're in that way. Chad's saying it's not a wand,
1: it's an axe. Of course, we're only looking... It's an i I'm only looking at the screenshot. I don't know if you're in-game.
0: Yeah, maybe it's a scepter, actually. It looks... Well, if you're listening on audio, imagine an Aghanim scepter, but it's small. It's like a small scepter that you would hold as a king, right? But that makes sense. It's a scepter. I don't know. It is really good for what it is. It's just I, I don't personally <laughs> you fucking like hate this very kid much. invoker.
1: Anything to uh, shit on him.
0: But I mean, it is very good. So I, I have to be fair here and say this is probably a nine out of ten, but it's not. It's not, not, not an style. ultra rare that I'm
1: very excited about getting compared to a lot of other really, ones. Really, I've heard you're just... a really big invoker player, so that really shocks me to hear that you're not. No,
0: I actually really do like Invoker. I used to play it competitively
1: even Shannon. That's a, a lie. Prove it. That is not a lie. I played mid-invoker. Prove it. 2012. All right, so that is the chest. Congratulations to everybody that got keys and the chest to be able to open them. Uh quick quick question for you. Mysterious question segment, Cinderin. Uh which hero has the most ags bought during this dpc season quickly you have five Uh, seconds uh, is any of the one in the chest incorrect which hero has the most shards bought this dpc season (laughs) quick um incorrect uh yes or no maybe this is easier for you do you think that do you think that a partner exists that could help us answer these questions incorrect but you can find out <laughs> next week if that partner exists all right why not next week everybody all right let's let's get on to our final <laughs> topic which i wrote because we we're running out of material but we've already made it to an hour somehow just a you know let's give a round of applause to sender who's able to just talk oh, about I it was for both nothing of us. for so long congratulations it was the pollen segment that one minute really added so, I want to wrap up with a farewell to Heroes of New Earth. Uh, it was very sad. Uh, I mean, I don't play it anymore, but just the idea of a game. How was your stream? It was fine. You know, I played a few games, uh, got to reconnect with, like, breaky CPK and a bunch of other people that used to play Han that haven't really... You were
0: guilt tripping me. You are like, Sind, we should play. Uh, you've never played. I would play for you. And then I show up in your stream and I write to you and you don't even respond. And I, then I went to bed. I, I, saw, I mean, it was super
1: fucking late. I saw your tweet. I did not like it because I'm very I angry tweeted. with you. Yeah, you tweeted that you replied to somebody's oh. tweet. I, I didn't all see right. your message in chat, so I apologize. But it okay, it wouldn't chat. have worked anyway because it would, takes forever to install and all that shit, and you have to get an account you or whatever. Streamed,
0: you started your stream at 2 a.m. I, I checked in like half an hour later and then I went to bed. So I could have maybe played one yep, game. You're,
1: you're a great friend, very as lovely. always. But Shannon, was so late. So Han has shut down officially after 12 years. Um, I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, and we'll probably... Actually, that's a lie. I'll probably talk about it a lot more in the future because I get mad at certain mechanics in Dota. But even if you didn't like it, it's, I think, a very important game in esports. Uh, it started... I mean, for me, during that first year that I played, and I've said this many times, it's still, to the day, to this day, the best game I've ever played. Like, I think the reason for that is, obviously, IceFrog was still involved with the, the game, so it actually was good. But also the step between Warcraft 3 and Han, like in terms of the mechanics and things that they added to the game, like just general features like matchmaking, being able to reconnect, uh, netcode. Like there's a million things that you couldn't do, hotkeys, like just endless stuff. That jump was the biggest jump between like, I can call it technology, I don't know, in games that I've ever experienced. And a lot of the designs were really cool. So that's why when I switched to Dota 2, like I didn't switch immediately because the netco was absolute garbage. That's number one. But also because it had a lot of the stuff that Han already had, right? And Han was more established at the very beginning. Obviously, I knew I was gonna switch to Dota eventually, like since I played Dota, the original Dota, for so many years. But uh yeah, it's it's sad to see. Obviously, it's been a long time coming. It's been dead for <laughs> since Dota 2 came years. out pretty much. <laughs> uh but what that means for Dota, I'm not sure because people have talked about how they want Han heroes to be ported in the game. I don't think Valve will do that because well, number one, I don't know if there's any copyright issues. I doubt there'll be much to work around for that anymore since it's dead. You could probably buy it for like $10. But I think that typically what's the right way to put this without insulting Valve? Because it's not a Valve thing. It's just a person thing. Like Game designers in general will try to create their own stuff mm-hmm. over taking somebody else's, right? If you have that type of mentality, which Valve does, I think. So, I am I would expect them to not copy any of these heroes, but I thought it would be cool to talk about a few of them and you tell me if you think they would work in Dota, okay? I just read three of them. Okay, well, those are the three we're going to talk about. So, First, I'm going to give honorable mentions to heroes that I won't mention that I think would be good in Dota, which is Chipper, Dark Lady, Nomad, Pandemonium, Deadwood, Amun-Ra, Kraken, and Gauntlet. I think all those designs will work really well. But I think three in particular that could be ported in immediately and be at least interesting. Obviously, the numbers would need to be balanced or whatever. So the first hero is a support the only support hero that I ever like to play, Cinderin, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Her name is Empath. <clears throat> so she has her first ability. So I'm going to try to explain this in the most basic way possible. She has a single target heal, okay? You cast it on somebody and it creates like this life drain between you. Think of Pugna. Oh, <coughs> on an enemy. On an enemy. Think of Pugna life drain except it's not channeling. And it can be broken if you get far enough away, so kind of like Tether. And when you do break it, it stuns the enemy. Okay, so it's a heal. So this
0: is effectively, you are the center of a Dream Coil, and you're targeting one other guy with your Dream Coil, and it damages them and heals you, and if they run too far away, it snaps and stuns like Dream
1: Coil. Yes, that is correct. Second ability, very simple. It's vector-targeted. It's just a wall, a transparent wall. So it blocks enemies... And it does some damage over time if they're near. So it's just like an impassable area that you create. But your team can walk through it. <clears throat> uh, yes, yes. Yes, your team can walk through it. So I love this spell. I want
0: a spell <clears throat> like this in Dota. It was also one of my favorite spells in League of Legends. There's a hero called Anivia there that mm-hmm. has an ice wall. And it, in that game, it literally just makes a wall. It does no damage, nothing. It just makes a wall. Mm-hmm. Dota has Fissure, which is like the closest thing we have. But we don't have one where you like just place a wall down, which is kind of surprising to me when you think about it. Like, Yeah, that's true. It's such a basic thing in video games to have like walls like that, but we've never had it in Dota. Maybe IceFrog thought it was not very creative, maybe he thought it was hard to balance or whatever, but I think spells that make debris are just inherently interesting to me. Also, like Mars Arena and stuff like that. Right. I guess that's the closest we have to a wall, but it's not like it's not really the same. You're like making an arena instead of you just placing a wall perpendicular to your facing, right? I believe this is, right? Oh, well, this is Vector. It's Vector actually. targeted. Right. So the one in League is not Vector. That one is perpendicular to where you're facing, which I also really like as a design. Hmm. It kind of limits you based on where your hero is in the fight. But th- yeah, super her,
1: cool spell in general. Her third ability is a passive. This one's extremely simple. Think of CM Mana Aura, except its health. So everybody's getting like I think it's I'm gonna read it. It's four health per second, and then you get 0.4% max HP per second. So it scales. So very, very generic. And this final
0: wall, Shannon Chad is saying ice shards. Do you feel like that's a similar spell? I don't feel like that's a similar spell. No, even though it blocks. No, I, I just it's just not the same. It is not.
1: Um, this is like the old aura. Yeah, that's right. Right, very similar. And then the ult, which is what makes her the coolest fucking support in the game, is she infests an ally hero, so jumps inside somebody where she's invulnerable, and passively she will give that ally 60 attack speed and 75 attack damage, which, again, the numbers don't matter. So attack speed and attack damage. And you can cast all your spells that you have. So you can, when you, when you cast your heal on somebody, it heals your host, the person you're in, and obviously if they get out of range it'll be a stun so they can catch up. You can place the wall down. This is a really fucking cool support and I think personally this would fit into Dota like immediately. If they die you both die, right? No. You jump out. Wow. That sounds really really broken in Dota actually. So this again, time, like I like conceptually this hero is not broken in Dota, I think. You just need to change the way it works to make it fit a little bit better. Like little tweaks here and there. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if she should die. I don't think that should be the case, but there's a million things you can do to to balance this. So I actually think she should. That (laughs) (laughs) that sounds I think that would be a good balancing factor. You die if you use your old if you're if the guy's about to die, you need to jump out, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, you need to like react and pay attention. And I think you should maintain the same health percentage as they do, maybe. Like, maybe I'm overestimating this. Like, this hero, to me, sounds broken, but I love the
1: spells. Right. Like, the designs of all the spells so are it, really cool. unlike in fast, so you can't um, stay in the target either. forever. So, it's not like, it's like a 20-second, I forget what it is, but it's a certain duration. Oh,
0: it doesn't show the duration here. Okay, it's on a timer. Yes, on a timer. Okay, that changes my perspective entirely. It okay. didn't say here how long okay.
1: it should lasts. have mentioned that. Okay, like. that's fine then. All right, next yeah, one sorry. I will talk about. Actually, I'll talk <clears throat> about the second one that I have listed, third, because that's the one everyone talks about. I'll talk about yep. Zephyr. So, that obviously was... uh What's her face? Empath. She's a int support. Zephyr is a strength melee hero. And he has... Let's start with his passive, which is his W, I guess. So, e. if he... oh, I guess he has two. I mean, th- this is a pseudo yep. passive active. But anyway, the main part of this hero is every time you get a CS or... Over a certain amount of seconds, you gain a cyclone that like surrounds you, kind of. Okay? okay. The cyclone does damage per second, and you can have up to eight of these cyclones. So if you get a bunch of creep kills in a row, uh, or if you wait long enough, you'll gain them. Like I said, you have these eight cyclones that are dealing nine magic damage per second. Okay. okay. Uh, it's tough to explain how they move exactly. It's not like it just circles you. They're almost like a death prophet ult to a degree. It's hard to explain. Uh, they don't like gravitate toward anything. It's just random. It's just random. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can activate a cyclone to gain HP. So it consumes the cyclone, and you gain a little bit of, like a small burst of. It's like twenty health. It's not that much. Okay. Yeah. So that's the that's the main spell that this hero is designed around. Uh, the first spell that I didn't mention is called Gust. It's a vector targeted thing, where let's say you choose an area that's close to you, you can pull or push somebody in. It kind of like, it's like a gust of wind that pushes them in whatever direction you want. So you can push people. Like uh, Windranger Shard, just that it's instant. Right. It doesn't stay and linger, it just does one push. It's just one push and you can do yeah. in whatever direction you want. So you can push them away or you can push them towards you, which obviously synergizes with the Cyclones that are doing damage over time around you. The the passive can change. Oh, yeah, it's like the Wildwing Creep, someone in chat saying. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's true. Or well, not true, right? Because that, that's unit targeted. This is ground targeted, so it can push more than one person, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, so it's not really like that. Okay. The passive not even it's worth mentioning, but I will because this can change like this could be a brand new ability, it doesn't really matter. This it's just evasion that works on ranged heroes. Basically anything outside of like two hundred fifty radius, you get forty five percent evasion. So it's really good against range carries. Again, that I don't th- And against Monkey King, if you keep moving during his attack animation, because then you're just outside. <laughs> Well, it has to be a ranged attacker, apparently, according to this. But Oh, right. It actually, This spell that. I don't think matters, but the ult is what's really cool. It's called Typhoon. It's this, you just click on the ground, and an enormous area of wind, like a cyclone, pops up, and the closer enemies are to the middle, the slower they become. It does damage over time, and if you're in the direct center, you're 99% move speed slowed. Okay. So obviously, this like if they're trying to run out, you just gust them back in. You're just doing a lot of damage over time uh, between all your spells. So this hero I thought was really cool because, like an off lane, you build really tanky, you do damage over time, um, you buy radiance like things to amplify like your damage over time. Uh, I thought this was an interesting concept. Do you think that this would fit in Dota? Is it is it? An, it's an agi hero, right? Oh my God, you're right. It is agi. That's true,
0: but. So it's edgy and it has really bad strength gain, so you kind of have to itemize
1: yeah. your health. So the reason I said it was strength is because you always buy like you bought heart, you bought like super like tanky right. items, Vanguard Hood, whatever. Yeah. Um doesn't yeah. have to be I, edgy. I like this, I like this design as well.
0: I, I personally don't mind that windshield is not that interesting. I think old passives like that, like maybe you could spice it up a little bit, but I don't think it should just be scrapped and reworked. It's still pretty unique, right? Like what hero has nobody in Dota has something like this, right?
1: no so it doesn't it's just kind of random
0: but and the thing the thing that i like about it is that it's a trade-off skill so effectively your hero a lot of the time wants to be on top of enemies with cyclones right and typhoon to deal damage but if you do you lose your evasion so you need to like balance your okay how much damage am i going to do versus how much i take you know i i'm a sucker for that like Mm. trade-offs where yeah You need to take a risk to get a reward. So I I really like that
1: part of the design. I think they shouldn't lose that if they brought it in. All right. And then the final hero that is always, always, always brought up when people talk about great designs in Han to come to Dota, Puppet Master. And this is not the same Puppet Master you guys see in the files because based on the spells, it sounds more like a Slacks hero where you take over an enemy or some shit. Puppet Master was the ranged uh, int carry. Okay, so int right click range carry. That's something that I think Dota is kind of lacking. Only two I can think um, of are so like an O.D. Right. I was gonna say Lena as well, but yeah, there's not like it's not as yeah. Pre- and Lena, is probably the number one. It's actually. not as prevalent yeah. as it was in Han. So first spell is a single target spell. You place it on an enemy, and they're kind of tethered to an area. So they can move. They're not rooted. They can. Uh, it's kind of like after you slark pounce. Does that kind of make sense? Except the difference is. Yeah. When you try to run away, if you get to the edge, you, you get pushed back into the center again. So it's like this... Right. Think of like a rubber band almost, okay? So that's the first ability. Yep. Second ability is another single target spell. You place it on an enemy. It's kind of like a Winter's Curse, except... Uh, has uh I mean, it's like a baby Winter's Curse. You place it on an enemy, and... Is it that enemies are t- taunted, or do they attack somebody? I think... If I remember right, you place it on an enemy, and they attack their closest ally. They attack ally. whatever is near. Yeah, they attack their closest ally. <clears throat> so you would essentially like puppeteers hold somebody, and then uh, do the second skill, and they would beat the shit out of their own teammate, right? And this lasts but like three. The and a half other seconds. teammate is free to move, unlike Curse, where they're forced to hit. Correct. They can do whatever they want. So, so they c- yeah. if you do it poorly, then they'll just run away. Yeah. Uh, third ability is a passive that. Every four attacks, when you attack, it will do a crit and deal splash damage. And you would gain these charges. Like you can, if you just didn't attack for a while, it would count back up so that your next attack would uh, gain this crit. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And then the ult is what makes him the most interesting. Uh, it's a voodoo puppet. Another single target. You place it on an enemy, and a voodoo puppet of that hero is placed on the ground and any spells directed at this puppet will be dealt to the enemy that it targeted and it will deal amplified damage so let's say you just auto attack it that means the puppet is going to deal that damage amplified to the enemy that it's applied to if you stun the puppet it will stun the enemy if you silence the puppet it will silence that hero right so that is this one's a little bit more complicated to explain why it was good, but uh, this is the one that everybody brings up. Do you think, based on that description alone, which doesn't do it justice, that this hero would fit in Dota? Um, I do, but I actually think out of the three
0: we've had so far, I think it's the worst fit.
1: I thought you would say Which that. I'm sure
0: a lot of people would disagree with, because they love this, and they. It's. it sounds like I agree with you. Like, I've never played this game, but based on everything I've heard, about people that miss something from Han, they always mention this one. Yeah. Um but Yeah, it, it just it feels less Dota y than the other heroes, which isn't necessarily a problem. Like you could tweak some things here or there or whatever. Uh clearly the the big sales point is the ult, right? Which is really cool. And I actually think that in I, I don't I don't think this wouldn't work in Dota. Um the ult, but so correct me if I'm wrong. You make a copy or you make a puppet, right? Yeah. And only your team can interact with it. Yes. Now there is a tether so point the enemy for The team can like
1: heal the puppet and heal their ally or something. Ooh, right? that's a good like, question. Literally, I don't remember actually. I don't remember that. I, I forgot to mention that if you run like if you're the enemy and you run far enough away, it just untethers. So you know you don't yeah. Get so it attached. has a
0: leash range which gets yeah. increased when you get ags. Staff of the Masters ags, right? Yeah. Yeah. Scepter. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, I I think what would be very welcome about this hero in Dota is that I think it would be nice to have more right-click int, right? Because yep. like you said, we're very limited on that. Um, so that's cool. Um, yeah. I, I, I think all three heroes sound cool, but this out of the three is actually my least favorite in a way. Uh, although the ulti is obviously really fucking cool. Mm. The rest of the kit isn't that interesting for me compared to the
1: other two. So... But. I'll just say, based on fear. reading that, I can understand why you think that. It, it's it, I don't know, maybe I just did a bad job explaining it, but I think that there's a reason that everybody mentions this hero. It's, it doesn't really sound, like if you say them out loud, it doesn't sound that interesting, but after playing it's like, this is really fucking good. But I think, personally, a lot of heroes, like I mentioned some of the honorable mentions, would fit. Chipper is my favorite hero in the game, and he would instantly... It's funny that I picked a bunch of heroes that I remade in our old mod pog empath zephyr and chipper mm. but yeah they'd be very good anyway doubt that's ever happening but that would be fucking awesome uh and that brings us to the end of the episode in an hour and 20 minutes with zero content congratulations <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did it again we did how it how do they do it unbelievable uh, all right
1: so i'm gonna get packed and get ready to go to sweden and we'll see you guys next have week. a safe trip
0: shannon i'll see
1: you sunday or whenever the hell Hope day you, you said business Thank you. I do, too. My God, I'd be so happy. All right, guys. Till next time. Peace. Bye.
0: We say things that don't mean anything.
1: Subscribe.